last but he must travel in pages with Christian, Davian, Mia, Jazzy, Damar, and our newest member, Kayla from Brought Together by Words. Thanks for joining us for season two. Today we'll be discussing chapters one through three from Watson's Go to Birmingham, 1963. Except for Paul Curtis. In the beginning of the book, we were introduced to our characters, our main characters, Kenny, Brian, Rufus, Joey, and Bumphead. We also had some supporting characters, Mama, Dad, the bus driver, and some teachers. In chapters one through three, First chapter, Brian got his lips stuck to the mirror. His mom pulled him off the mirror. His lips got stuck because it was cold outside. Not just cold, freezing. In chapter two, it talked about how smart and good Kenny was at reading and how people would make fun of him for that because he would get to read in front of classes and people would get jealous. Chapter three, there is a new kid and he would follow around Kenny and Kenny didn't like it, but he got used to it and they started becoming friends. Then one day on the bus, Larry Dunn said something mean about the new kid. Kenny laughed and after that, the new kid got mad and stopped talking to him. But then Kenny's mom talked to the new kid and after that, they started talking again and became friends. Hi, my name is Kayla and this story takes place in Flint, Michigan, where it is cold and has no segregation. And they want to, Mama wants to go to Birmingham, Alabama, where it is warm and has a, um, lots of segregation. Hi, my name is Davian. For the people that don't know what segregation means, it's the enforced separation of different racial groups in the country or community or establishment. Their brothers who tease each other a lot. Um, well, they, Byron is more of the person that picks on Kenny, and he's the one that makes fun of him. So, Byron is older and Kenny's younger, and, um, Byron is like, like a selfish, like, kind of how older brothers are sometimes, if they're, like, older. And Kenny's like like a smart um, kid. Doesn't he name himself like the a juvenile delinquent? Yeah. yeah. Like he's also the god well. of the school. Like he's uh-huh. the, the, the strongest. Top dog, he's oldest. Failed like Multiple. two grades. Mm-hmm. So he's the oldest, the biggest. Supposed to skip grades. Mm-hmm. They bring him to um, Byron's class because they say he's super smart. So he has them read to them, and the and Byron's teacher tells them that the kid is like sh- they should learn from him and byron gets mad when he finds out it's kenny how embarrassing to have like a younger person especially related people like older people yeah i would say especially because it's like they're related and it's like weird to study in fifth no he wasn't sixth um he says that like so he thinks that sometimes God will send someone down for you to save you. And when um, Rufus got picked on and um, the kids started picking on him and not in, instead of Kenny, then Kenny thought he was a savior because he wouldn't be picked on anymore. It kind of worked that way because Byron still picked on a Kenny with his friend Bumphead. But all the attention was usually on Rufus. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of like a savior.
And can someone describe Rufus, what he looks like, and some characteristics of him? Um, so Rufus used to, I'm guessing, he used to live on, like, a farm in the country and stuff. What makes you think that? He has, like, a country accent, and he's, um, in chapter three, he was talking about how they used to catch squirrels and eat them, because, um, Mm -hmm. because now, um... In the country, they were all sneaky and stuff like that, and he would talk about those type of things. Mm-hmm. And Kenny would question him how, question him about like how the squirrels taste, and how would he do that? Um, what was a big moment with Rufus, Kayla? Um, I think it was when that I believe it was when Rufus like didn't really have a lunch because he forgot it. So Kenny would like split his sandwich and then. He would, um, Rufus would also eat the rest of the apple that Ken, Kenny didn't eat. Mm-hmm. And he would, like, bite where his, Kenny's teeth marks were. Mm-hmm. And then he saw, Kenny saw Rufus save part of it. Yeah, that, I was about to Go ahead, that. yeah. Um, like, it's kind of making me think that maybe Rufus doesn't have as much money because he's saving this, um, this sandwich and apple when it's just a little bit, because he might be saving it for two. He gave it to his brother, because probably they didn't have, like, the stuff that Kenny had, like, food and stuff, so he probably thought that, like, his younger brother was more hungrier than him, so he just gave the rest of the sandwich and the apple to his younger brother. And there was a moment in the story that Kenny was talking about with his mama and he said he told his mama that Kenny didn't have a lunch. Yeah, so So what did she start doing? Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah, she started packing like three or four sandwiches and apples and like stuff so like she he can share it with um Rufus and her his brother. So what do you think what do you think about Rufus and his brother? Um, he's poor. You think maybe he's poor. Or maybe like um, that his family's maybe not warmed up from um, leaving the farm. So like maybe they don't like have any food and like they're used to like shooting like animals down. Hmm, maybe. Oh yeah, because yeah. he has to live a different lifestyle because like he was originally from the farm. So he was used to like killing animals and stuff. And now, like, since he's living where Kenny lives, um, he has to get used to, like, eating regular food instead of just, like, eating animals. Also, yeah. um, they just got there. The parents might not have a job yet, so they would have to look for a job to get money. That's very true. Very true. So then, now we have Kenny who thought that this kid was going to, you know, be his personal savior, and then they ended up being kind of friends right like they kenny befriended him but kenny's also friends with a kid named lj Uh, he's not friends with him anymore so let's talk about let's talk about that scene and what happened do you want to share yeah i think he's not friends with them because like um like whenever lj came over he would like steal his toy dinosaurs and then his mom was like this kid is sneaky like why are you hanging out with them and then kenny got the idea to set him up Mm-hmm. And um, they were playing with their dinosaurs, which is what 
LJ would steal from Kenny, and what it was was he set him up by like having bringing all of his dinosaurs out to see if he would actually take them or not. And LJ had the idea they were playing like a war thing, and LJ buried the dinosaurs mm-hmm. to say like they had some type of disease and they would affect the other ones to trick Kenny, and he fell for it. So they walked to. I don't know whose house. I think mm-hmm. it was like um, Larry Dunn's like kind of like headquarters. Mm-hmm. Like where he went, yeah, yeah. Where he went, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he saw that LJ had dinosaurs in his shoes and his pockets. And also he was with the kid over there at the base. And when he returned, he looked into the piles and all of his dinosaurs were gone because mm-hmm. oh, LJ took them. And him. I think mm-hmm. at the end, like, he forgot to unbury them and then he had to put on his oh, tennis yeah. shoes and go back outside. Yeah, so basically, LJ that. set him up. Yeah. Even though Kenny was trying to set LJ up, LJ set him up because who took the dinosaurs from under the rocks? Go ahead. LJ. So I think, it, like, when he remembered it and when he was about to go to bed and, like, like, like he said that like a sort of like thing like happened where he remembered mm-hmm. that his dinosaurs and he like inspected the rocks because that's what they had on top of them and mm-hmm. he saw he said that they had like LJ Jones fingerprints all over. Oh. Kenny, I mean um, Rufus gets a little upset because they were supposed to be friends and he thought that. Um, Kenny wouldn't make fun of him like everybody else, and he mm-hmm. thought that he would be like he was different than everybody else. Go ahead. And then when um, he went later that uh, that night, I believe it was when he went to go apologize to Rufus, and his brother answered the door. The first time, his like he like slammed the door on him, but the second time he like apologized and he said, "I am different." Mm-hmm. And um that um that he was sorry so that then rufus and him came friends again so what type of person is rufus like he was straight up like i thought you were and he wasn't even mad he was just like i thought you were different than those other fools like i'm not gonna talk to you if that's how you're gonna be and he was like see you later right and then kenny's like wait a second i'm not one of those people i want I want you to know I'm not one of those people. Why do you think that was so important for him to n- tell Rufus, like, I'm not one of those people? Why do you think it was important for him to make that clear? Because he didn't want him to think that he was one of the mean people who was going to be rude to him. Mm-hmm. And is it easy sometimes to get swept up in a moment like that when someone is, like, making a joke and you you also laugh along because everyone else is laughing along? Yeah, it's sometimes, like, if you don't laugh, people might think you're weird mm-hmm. or you don't find it funny or it's kind of, like, strange. because yeah, Rufus um, thought that, like, Kenny, like, bandwagons, like, upstays what everyone thinks, everyone does. Like, whenever they laugh, he laughs. But that's not how Kenny is. So did Rufus come around then? Yeah. Um, I also want to add on when, like, pe- like sometimes uh, people are treated different people. They act different around mm. other people. But when they're actually near their real friends, they act a different way. And when they're all together, like, like on the bus, 
for an example, like sometimes you gotta act two ways, but you don't know how because everyone that you know and you act around, they know how you act, and if you act a different way around them, they might think you're di you're different and you're fake. So then you get nervous, and then you don't know what to do. You, um, it's either one way or the other, and then you just act. Sometimes you act like a whole different way that nobody knows about, uh, or or you just have to pick one way, like as. Kenny did, he, he laughed along with the um, people instead of, like, acting the way he was with Rufus. Yeah. So now that Rufus has called him out, do you think that will ever, do you think Kenny will ever do that again? Like, do you think he's like, oh my god, I don't want to be fake, I'm not going to do that anymore. Do you think that's he'll stay that yeah. way? Yeah. 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 He did it just to blend in. Kids were going to make fun of him if he had left. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. And but then you know someone that he appreciates. Obviously, he cares about this person here. He wouldn't bring them sandwiches. Someone that he appreciates and considers a friend called him out. And I think I agree with you that and Kenny's the, probably not going to do that and anymore. The reason Kenny probably left is because there were more people than Rufus. So he wanted, to, as I said earlier, he bandwagoned because there were more people than Rufus on the bus, and he wanted to be with those people instead of like being alone and like them saying why aren't you laughing like you're a weirdo and stuff like that mm -hmm. hey, go ahead and i also think that kenny did that because i think the next day it, when they went went to school everyone would stop hanging out with them and then he would have less friends than everyone else and mm -hmm. then he would just be alone and he would feel bad for rufus and he would stop doing it and he would try to get Rufus to be his friend again. Mm -hmm. Or maybe he just did that to blend in, or like he did that because when, like maybe he wanted to have friends that like were bullying him, so he tried to laugh along so like he wouldn't get teased on anymore. Yeah, definitely. I think it's very normal for all of. Um, I think it's normal for all of us to want to fit in, and we'll do whatever it takes to fit in a lot of times, or some people, I shouldn't say everyone, but some people will do whatever it takes to fit in, you know? Um, and so I think this was a really key moment in the story about Kenny and- Thanks for listening this week. Tune in next week as Emerson discusses the next three chapters, four, five, and six.